0: The Bible says, the Lord had said to Abraham, go from your country. I want to back up. I want to go slow. I want to read every word slow. When you read the Bible, read it slow. The Lord had said to Abraham, that line alone is filled with revelation. The Lord is having conversations with a man. Come on, somebody. Don't take that for granted. And in this conversation, he said to Abraham, go from your country. No problem. I don't really feel America right now. Your people and your father's household. All right, and then you want me to leave my family and go to a land I will show you. All right, where are we going? I will make you a great nation. Look at this. I will, what's that other part? (laughs) Read the rest of it. I will, and I will, and I will. And you will. Yeah, somebody. This church ain't excited about being a blessing. Come on, amen. Don't say amen in your head. Hallelujah. Get used to it. Amen. This pastor like feedback. Say amen out your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. I will make you a great nation. I will do all these things to you, and you will be a. Blessing and God didn't stop there. He said I will And whoever curses you I will curse and all people on the earth will through So Abram went as the Lord had told him and lot who was his nephew went with him. Abram was 17 27 37 47 57 I heard somebody say 75 years old. When he set out from Haran very important I want to talk to you today from the subject altered altered amen Amen. let's pray father I thank you for your word it is blessed your word is life it is truth and God I thank you that you're gonna speak in this house today and you're gonna transform the lives of your people Because that's what you do, Father. You change. You give breakthrough. You cause us, Lord Jesus, to uh, uh, be drawn closer to you by your word. And I just ask that your sweet Holy Spirit would move in this house in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you're ever going to understand the Bible, one of the key figures that you need to understand is Abraham. Amen. Many people who study the Bible uh, don't have or, or a systematic way of studying it. They just kind of pop open the Bible and they read something and whatever they think, they apply it to a modern day context and, and they run with it. That is sometimes good, sometimes that's the worst way to read the Bible because you can misinterpret what it's actually saying. And the Bible is not a book just filled with many stories it's a book with one story about a God who loves his people about a God who created you and I amen and is in love with us amen come on somebody and we fell because we were deceived by Satan our adversary or our accuser and as a result God Never gave up on man He said that I will make a way where there is no way to restore you back to him God is a God who does not quit. He keeps coming after you coming after you coming after you and in Genesis he said the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the Serpent there's something about the seed of the woman I let that sink in I didn't say the birth of the baby the seed of the woman hallelujah I let that sink in for a second but the, since y'all cool right amen and so since Genesis God had a plan to bring forth a seed a particular seed and he looked on mankind the Bible says and by the time you get to Genesis chapter six, God said that He the this is what the Bible says, and God repented that He made man. Now, theologically, we argue for years over what does that word right there in context mean. We're not gonna discuss that today, but it definitely shows you that there was something in heaven that God looked on men and said, They've gotta go, because the Bible says every inclination from man was to do evil. That there was not one person whose heart was wanting to do right and I often wondered God how is that possible it is not so far-fetched to see how that is possible if you're alive in 2022 we live in a time where good and truth is odd and so this was a time when men were completely given over to a reprobate mind where All they wanted to do was evil, and the Bible says there was one man who found favor with God, and his name was noah and god put him in his family and covered them in the ark and preserved them eventually as you go down the line and you keep reading god wanted to raise up a nation but for the promise that he made in genesis that a seed would come that a seed would come he found favor in this man by the name of abraham amen and he raised him up and he got to him here and this is where our story picks up he says i want you to leave i want you to give up everything you've ever known and follow me and i will show you something and i'll make you a great nation i'll bless you but the most important thing there is is that through you all the other nations of the earth because god had not forgotten about the world today you know sometimes when you read the bible we, we we feel that hey man why was god only favoring israel the only reason god raised up israel wasn't because he hated the nations was so that the nations can come back to him so that when you read the book of genesis you see every tribe every tongue everybody coming to worship the lamb of god heaven is going to be a wonderful diverse place come on somebody and uh and so 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 god raised up uh, abraham and from abraham came his children and then his children went into egypt and then eventually there came jesus out of that nation and that was the seed that god wanted to raise up and from that seed all nations of the earth can now come back to god that is the bible 101 y'all And it's that simple. But if you don't understand this this figure, then you will not have a full grasp of what God is doing in the Bible. We are told a story here of a man named Abraham. The first thing from Abraham in the text we see is that he had a relationship with God. He didn't start out as a Jew. He didn't start out as the Israel nation. He was from a place called Haran. He's worshipped or, or or, no doubt there were people that he saw that he lived in a time where people believed in many gods, where people worship all sorts of stuff. So this is not a man who is coming from solid biblical teaching, his father raised him. We don't know. As a matter of fact, another part of the scriptures showed that his Ancestors worshipped other gods, but for some reason, how many of you know, it don't matter what God you bow down to, when God is ready for you, he can break through religion and tradition and come to you it's so funny to me you know people often say to me they think this is a trap question pastor if God is good why is the Middle East and all this other world and, and all these nations that have these governments that are so against Christianity how well what is I say to you I bet you you don't even know God is probably doing more in those nations than the nations that are free to worship him you say what are you talking about every now and then you get a glimpse of an underground church or somebody saying I didn't hear about Jesus the way it was a dream it was something god and this and he was revealed to me and people from other religions and other faith are coming out of religion and coming to relationship with the one true god there's a verse in the bible that says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be Filled And so God is looking at the heart and the man that truly wants to know God. I believe God will make a way for him to know who he truly is. And so God somehow found a way into Abraham's life. And the Bible says that he had that God. How do you know he he had a relationship with God? Because of that first verse I told you not to go over. God said to Abraham. And the thing is, it shows that he had a relationship with God and he knew God's voice. How many of you know it's important to know God's voice? There's a lot of voices in the world today there's the voices of pop culture, there's the voice of the media, there's the voice of your favorite podcast, there's the voice of your favorite musician, there's the voice of so many things. But how many of you know it is important to know the voice of God? Because let me tell you the danger in the many voices is that they just don't speak, they mimic You say, what's the difference? If you just spoke, it's one thing. But when you mimic truth, it's dangerous because now everybody's kind of want to talk from the perspective of they know the meaning of life. They know why everybody's here, but how many of you know that that's just mimicking the true creator because the only one who knows why you were made is your maker and every other voice that ain't his is an imitation. Don't follow the imitation follow God and Abraham knew God's voice. He knew when God spoke. He knew what God was saying in his life. And let me tell you, if you're going to live a Christian life that is pleasing to God, not pleasing to man. I'm going I feel like preaching today, boy. Oh, ah, hallelujah. If you're going to live a life pleasing to God, you better know God's voice. Let me stop right there. God will never say anything that is different from his word. There's a lot of people saying, God told me, but it don't reflect the word. Hallelujah. He knew God's voice. And if you want your life to be used by God, you must first have a relationship with him. Here's why it's important to have a relationship. Here's my first point to you, church. You are influenced or altered by what you are in relationship with. Amen, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody. You are influenced or altered. What does that word altered mean? It means changed. It means changed. Whatever you are in relationship with, no matter how you try to twist it or turn it, if you make a conscious decision to become in relationship with something, it's going to alter you or have some influence on you in some way. The minute you made a decision to have a relationship with social media, it has altered the way you feel. Many people are depressed because of that relationship. Church city, y'all with me? Come on, tell your neighbor he's talking to you. The minute you make the decision to be in relationship with certain people, it alters your whole life. The minute you make a decision to become in relationship. If you're a single person, whoever you chose to be in your life is going to alter your life. Amen, somebody. Anything you come in relationship, if you come in relationship with a choice of a career, that alters your life. I can tell what is affecting your life by what you do. Remember this. You are never going to become your dreams. You are going to become what you do. We live in a world that everybody tells you live your dream live your living, you know dream big dream big. You are never your dream. You are your character So you can dream forever and your character is developed based on the choices you make every day Every day you make a choice to come in relationship with something to allow something in your life, to allow some voice in your life, to allow something to enter into your thoughts. Once it enters in, it alters you. Here's the funny thing about being altered I got a glass of water here. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all see the water? It's going to come in relationship with this soda that I so badly want to drink. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't drunk soda in a long time. Hallelujah. It, 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 it. It don't look altered that's the problem Hadassah is that when we come in relationship with things in life we don't see the effects it's having as a matter of fact if I taste it now I might say it tastes a little funny but I guess it's water (laughs) at this point it's flavored water (laughs) but if I keep pouring enough of this guess what becomes dominant And sometimes some relationships are so dominant that depending on what is more if I pour this water in here you probably won't be able to recognize the water is in here because this is more dominant I have to pour a lot of this that's why when we come to Christ some of us need a lot of the holies (laughs) some people need to spend extra time at the altar in order to be altered Come on, somebody. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But the problem is you don't see the change. It's only over time you begin to realize I'm no longer the same. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel the way I feel? Whenever you feel a certain way, always look at what you're connected to first or disconnected from. Because not all change or all influence is bad. If there's one influence you want, it's the influence of the Holy Spirit working in your life. Who am I talking to in this house? And 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 look at what the Bible says. Can we go through the Word of God today? So my first point is you are influenced or altered by what you are in relationship. Look at what the Book of First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse uh, uh, thirty-three says. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good. Oh, they 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 be careful who you who you allow. And in this word company here, it's not just talking about people that you rub shoulders with or meet at work. People who you allow positions and seats in your life. That's who I hang out with. That's who I go to the movies with. That, that's my homeboy, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, he don't have an effect on me. If you are not, and listen to this, I'm going to give you something here. If you can't say amen to this, say ouch. If you are somebody who says, I'm around a lot of people that are non-Christians, but you find it difficult to ever talk about Jesus or invite them to church, you've been altered. Yeah. Amen. The dominant person in that relationship is the sprite. Not to live in water When you can get around others and freely say oh bless the Lord for that When your common language at work when stuff happened boss letting us off early today. Oh praise God. Hallelujah And that's not weird. You're in a good place but if it's like I Want to say something Christian. Yay <laughs> You're altered You're altered. Don't get it twisted. To my single people, make some noise. Y'all sound single and stressed. It is still unwise and unbiblical to pick somebody who don't know the Lord to talk about, I want to date them. I didn't get enough amens, Amen. so I'm going to say this again. And imagine I heard the amens. It is still biblical and unwise to pick somebody that don't know the Lord. Amen. 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 Too many times. And let me tell you, oh, I'm, I'm going to let the Bible speak. Anyway, be careful who you allow. When you do business, be careful who you allow in your life. Bad company corrupts good character. It, is, it, it alters the character. It slowly is, is doing something to the purity of your good character. Look at what Matthew 5 13 says. You are salt of the earth. And we love that part. But look at what the other part says. But if the salt loses its saltiness, if it becomes altered, look at what it says. How can it be made salty again? it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot look at what proverbs 27:17 says as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another yeah. look at what proverbs 13:20 says walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of the fool suffers harm yeah. don't be afraid to cut some people off from your life if you choose to continue to live in ignorance and I'm trying to help you out of it, but you choose to continue to stay in it, I can't be your friend no more. Right. Well, Pastor, you know, God loves us long and He, you know, He keeps, you just said it, His love chased after us. So, shouldn't we? I'm not telling you not to love Him. I'm telling you, be careful how much of a relationship you continue to have. The only relationship at that point should be, man, you want to know Jesus. do you follow what I'm saying befriend them provide for them have quick conversations but be careful that they're not pouring into your life that this is not somebody you lock in arms with because what's gonna happen is you hang out with 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 fools you're gonna suffer fool's harm if you want to know where you are going look at what you are listening to and hanging around it's telling you a lot amen amen Look at what Galatians 5 7 says you were running a good race who cut in on you to keep you from Obeying the truth Who 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 came in your life and and switched you up from living right? that kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls a Little yeast works through the whole batch of dough people don't become depressed overnight it's little things they allow in their voice in their minds it's little voices they listen to and slowly but surely you start feeling away let me tell you something if you want to live life to the fullest and listen to me charismatic Holy Spirit filled people the Holy Spirit is able to do anything but your choices can grieve him and he can become of no effect in your life it is, it is your choices mixed with the power of God that will bring you to true freedom in your mind. Do y'all follow that? And so Abraham had a relationship with God and as a result, it altered him. It's crazy because this relationship changed him completely. Now Abraham's story, and I could preach on him for a long time. is very interesting. Here's a man that's not broke. He got money. Abraham didn't leave broke. Abraham has a family. He has possessions and God comes to him and says to him, leave it all. Now I'd understand if God came to me. Years ago, I drove a Maxima, the back was smashed in on one side, couldn't afford to fix it. And whenever it rained and I drive, it would do what is called fishtail. So people who came into the car, whenever it rained, they say, bro, bro, what's going on? I say, that's normal, man. I'm a skater. (laughs) If God had come to me in those times and said, Rich, I want you to leave the Maxima. With ease, I would turn my back against that car and walk away from it Do you understand? Do, do your followers going on here? There was a time hallelujah when we came from humble beginnings hallelujah I, 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 We didn't have much and if the Lord had told me and Sherry leave those beginnings right now and follow me I'm gonna show you a place. I wouldn't even pack a bag I would walk right out hallelujah with whatever I currently have and say let's go God because it's easy to leave when things aren't good now if you fast forward the story and and uh, 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 my brother Eon comes and says pastor I will the Lord put it on my heart to bless you with a Tesla Fully loaded, wings up in the air and all of that. Here you go. You don't even got to be part of this gas fiasco. I already put the, 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 the charging station in front of your house. Live life. And here I am driving home from church with the Tesla. Uh-uh. Just Sherry gonna have to take an Uber that day. I little, Cause I just wanna I just wanna enjoy it for one time by myself. Music I want, loud as whatever. And I'm cruising home. And I come home and I see the charging station, I plug it in. And as I walk in the house, I hear God said, leave the Tesla. <laughs> uh, hold on there. Uh, and then I, I hear it and I know that God, you know, don't speak as men speak. And uh, he, He's got to be, it, that voice was too loud. It's a still small voice. <laughs> So I walk a little further, and uh, as I walk a little further, I, I hear the Lord say again, give it away to Brother Vince. Oh, that cannot be God. There's no way God want to bless my enemies. Hallelujah. <laughs> over me. Hallelujah. <laughs> and and, and I, I hear that, and then, and then I come inside, and, 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 and then Shy and Silas say, you know, we really think that Vince looked like he should get a Tesla. Oh, Lord. The point I'm trying to make is, it is easy to walk away when things are bad. And when things are good and God says leave, that becomes faith. Years ago when I left my job and went full-time ministry, people said, man, you took a, a step of faith. Wow, man, you took a step of faith. I stopped them and I started asking, so what do you live by? Because people think as long as you are doing ministry, then is when you live by faith. I want you to know, especially under the current economy, you are all living by faith. <laughs> Somebody came to me this week, tried to cheer me up. Gas yeah, price went down a little bit. I said, devil, you a liar. <laughs> Six cents. Somebody counting. Somebody counting. <laughs> somebody counting in the building do do you all follow you are not living by faith when you start to preach the gospel your paycheck is not the source God is your source see the minute you get that it revolutionizes your mind incidentally it'll make you treat the job a little bit different because you'll know I'm not really working for the guy that's over me I'm really working as unto God so whatever I do, I'm going to do an excellence. I'm actually go to work early on Tuesday. Look at your neighbor. I'm actually not going to take the company's paper. Okay, I went too far. I went too far. I went too far. I went too far. Went too far. Amen. I'm not going to... Act, amen. Here's, here's my second point to you, y'all. Oftentimes, believers make this mistake. Don't gauge God's will for your life by your outer circumstance or your emotions. If you gauge that you are in God's will by your outer circumstance, you could be wrong. Many believers believe as long as they got money, they're in God's will. I found out that God's will put men in lions then I found out that God's will make brothers slap you in the face and throw you in a pit and get a rape charge you say, pastor we talk about rape charge <laughs> that's Joseph y'all Joseph I did not get a rape charge it's Joseph <laughs> you got to you got to clear that up rich you know what I mean? you got to clean that up real quick Pastor, you got a rape charge I clip that on the internet I bind you <laughs> I found out that in other words let me say that correctly falsely accused yes. right. yeah, exactly. I found out that when you are really in God's will it don't always and that's why you got to learn like the Apostle Paul I've learned be content whether I got a lot or whether I got a little I learned that godly contentment what is he saying it's not the outer things that determines God's will it's the relationship and I found that as long as I'm connected to him godly contentment is greater than any circumstantial gain oh my gosh oh my if you don't know Jesus get to know him today he is the chase he is what we're after the funny thing is we got him already but we're looking for more watch this y'all don't gauge God's will by your outer circumstance or your emotions some people say, how do you know it's God's will I felt a peace (laughs) I never read a scripture that says the way you know God's will is you will feel a peace sometimes some of the things God put me to do ain't had no peace behind it it had a whole lot of arguing whole lot of complaining on the way there ask the children of Israel when they had to go through the wilderness how peaceful that was they complained the whole way there till they died y'all see what I'm saying the barometer for God's will is God's voice period and so Abraham leave why There's nothing wrong with where I live. There's nothing wrong with what I possess. I'm living good Why should I leave? Because I've got a plan for you And the only reason I want you to leave is because I want to put you in my will But God where are we going he never asked that in this verse He never said God you 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 must got a big palace for me. I want you to know that Abraham never seen Nations God said I'll make you a great nation through you all nations of the earth will be blessed. It's only till you read Hebrews then you really understand Abraham's thinking. Because Hebrews said that, that he was looking for a, 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 a city whose builder and maker is the Lord. He wasn't just looking for Canaan the land he was looking the Bible says when he when he got ready to kill his son that the reason he was able to do that was because he believed that if God was going to allow him to kill him that God was powerful and read it in Hebrews powerful enough to raise him from the dead and that's why Jesus said that before Abraham was I am and that Abraham already saw this day when did he see it when he went to sacrifice a son he believed that God would not give him our only son and allow him to die and not raise him from the dead in other words he saw what God was doing in the future that's why he was searching for a home that is not earthly and so when God told him to leave this world he knew I was already a pilgrim all the way oh God listen The only way you can really gauge God's will for your life, look at what Romans 12, 2 says. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, listen to this. We often read the scripture and say, Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed. And we make that so spiritual that, Lord, transform my mind. We even have songs, Take my mind, transform it. You want got to electrocute your brain and make you think right. The way the transformation occurs is through practical choices. It goes back to this every day you make a decision to transform your voice your your mind either by what you look at what you let in what you choose to study not study every day your mind is being influenced your life is made up of your choices y'all know my saying I put it on t-shirts I sold a lot of it you make your choices and your choices make you And when the Bible says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, it's telling you that every day you develop habits based on patterns. C.S. Lewis said this Isn't it funny how every day nothing seems to change, but when you look back, everything is different? Because change is not seen because it's so slow. And what you do today, has profound impacts on life tomorrow when you look back i changed my whole health eating habits because i realized once the doctor told me heart disease runs in your family son your dad died at 47. so i called my older brother up i said man how come he's the only one that died what's wrong with him he said no told me about the older brother, he had heart surgery too, he did this, I said, so this thing really in the family, I made a decision today, that future me would look back and say, thank you, what are you doing today financially, that future you is going to thank you, man, I got these bad, bad new sneakers, it's cool, did you need them though? amen Amen. hallelujah be careful be careful single people when you see somebody who's cute (laughs) 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 you get cute and stupid (laughs) (laughs) your future you I'm telling you I'm telling you the same people that come to the Alton are excited you complete me they they don't want to repeat the traditional vows no more say for better or worse no no we bind that we got so spiritual in the name it claim it movement that we like I don't want to confess for better or worse I'm like you're not confessing it dog it's just life Jesus said in this life you will have trouble and I'm telling you you getting married bro You're going to have trouble. No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to put that over us. Okay, say your own vows. From the day I met you. I heard the butterflies. I want you to know that you complete me. And Every day I wake up, I will look at you like I'm looking at you now forever with the love and the glare that is in your eye. And that's just the dude. <laughs> you get to the girls before she talk, and I'm in the front like, yo, yeah, the Warriors play around eight. And y'all hurry up and get married, because I know this story. Same people that you don't end up in happy marriage without practical choices every day. When you go to work and, and, what's her name, comes by the ice machine and rub your hand by accident and that feeling comes over you of youth again. Cause your wife has not touched the back of your head since 1949 when you got married. please don't tell your business in church (laughs) please keep your business to yourself (laughs) and you feel that feel it's a choice I bind that come off of the good feeling come out of my hand in Jesus name go back to whoever it is sister looking at you like you yes you and your demon Every day, the choice that you make when you watch a little Nelly, ne- little Nettie Netflix, it's a, just a good show everybody's into. But that show's filled with pornography. Well, I fast forward those parts, but you watch a good, you watch a good portion of it leading up to the part. What do you think you're doing to your mind? Well, I don't watch that stuff, but you listen to spiritual, you listen to lyrical porn. What are you talking about? I don't know the latest R&B song, but I bet you'd go something like, "I'm in the car and I'm cruising to your crib, shorty. Open up the door and never mind. I could have been an R&B star. You listening to it, and you are being." But you can be altered the other way. Abraham was altered. And as a result, he did God's will. Listen, listen, listen. Y'all with me still? 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Listen to this. Give thanks in all circumstance. For this is God's will for you. So it's not your outer circumstance that defines God's will. It's God's voice. There are rich people who swear they're in God's will just because they're getting money. But you are far from God's calling. There are poor people who think they're not in God's will just because they broke. Might not be true. Hallelujah. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Give God thanks in every circumstance for, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 4.3. Listen to this. It is God's will that you should be sanctified. There's certain things that you don't have to ask what's God's will. People come to me all the time. Pastor, should I break up with my boyfriend? (laughs) Let me ask you. Are you sanctified in the relationship? (laughs) I don't know because we do. I'll leave it alone. I'll just. Listen. It is God's will for you to be sanctified. You don't have to ask that. That you should avoid sexual immorality. Do you know this is the number. If, 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 If an alien came to planet earth and studied earth, and left, and had to write one sentence to describe human being. The current affairs in this nation, it would tell you that it seems that they find their whole fulfillment of life is attached to their sexual pleasure. Every fight, gas price high, let's talk about that. No, let's talk about pronouns. I done lost the church, Father God, because you aligned to a political party i ain't i haven't been altered Amen. y'all hear what i'm saying yes. it seems like fluidity and this sexual revolution and 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 even with the, the the issues that we're talking about now right with roe versus Wade, and i don't want to get into all of that it, it there just seems to be this undertone where it's like you know, when we can talk about the issues and we can have discussions, but there's this undertone that's coming now that's like, I want to be able to destroy a baby if I can and I don't care. Yeah. Used to be circumstances people gave you to say, how do you deal with this? And they're tough circumstances that we, we have conversation on, but now it's like, I don't even care about a circumstance. Just let me live however I want. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We in a day, we've been altered slowly, slowly. Years ago, I I did a song called Who You Represent. Ah, And I said, same sex marriages. Let me just test. And people by the time, legalize that. Here Here, comes abortionism. Now I sing that and the same people have been altered. That I sing it at the same people, the same shows. And they like, I might like that now. they've been altered this word never changes look 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 it is god he said you should be sanctified avoid sexual immorality pornography is a sin adultery is wrong homosexuality is god's not god's way for any of us to live it is sin somebody said well pastor why do you have to say that I got to tell the weed smoker that if he addicted to weed he in sin too sin is sin I don't have special sins That each of you look at look at this that each of you should learn see it's, it's not a just a spiritual thing that you should learn to, to, to control discipline You've you got to set guardrails now the Bible says if your if your eye offends you pluck it out Don't don't pluck out your eye. That ain't what that literally means. You understand what I'm saying? What it's telling you is put things in place to discipline yourself yeah. Yeah. If you struggle with pornography, you might not need a computer yeah. Well pastor, how can I survive without out of computer go to the library? Where everybody will see you yeah. Yeah. I Don't want to do that. Well Boy, it got quiet in here it's like don't bother me and each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable holy and I got to listen I want to stay here a little bit listen sexual sin is still wrong and for too long the church have been avoiding this And we're not talking about this and our congregations are living loose in this area and what happens is when you open the door to that the Lord meant for you to be with one person in marriage and that's it but when you open this door and you start going down these roads it's no wonder our minds start to alter because our whole concept of of sexuality is being changed ourselves. And then people are becoming addicted and all of this stuff and then people who are addicted or oh, unfortunately they go to extremes and molest and abuse and commit rape and then poison somebody else poison a child and then it comes out in that next generation now the person who's raped don't even have a, a great sexual identity anymore the child who's been y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me in this house and it happens and it happens you say pastor what are you talking about it happened in the Bible David had a son who looked at his, his sister And said, I'm going to make a little. One of the brothers said, have her come make you some soup, some food. When she comes in, do what you got to do. And when he did what he had to do, the woman begged. She said, you took my dignity. At least marry me. At least clean this up. Give me some type of dignity. And the Bible said he did what everybody who just uses sex to do did. When they done, he said, get out shame the woman this stuff continues on and then we got the nerve when we've been altered and all these crazy sexual form entertainers having promoting it so much they sleep with so many women so many women so many women and drunk date rape is a real thing at colleges and when you t- We've got systems set up that twists our sexuality. Now they're fighting to teach children about sexuality. They couldn't teach us what is the normative to us. Now they're fighting to teach children. Silas is worried about if his iPad, he worried about if Bob the minion going to turn into a chicken In the cartoon and fight the bad guy. He came, he like, yo, you seen Bob? (laughs) You want to come to my little man and tell him about fluidity? Y'all with me still? I still got a church. Oh, gosh. That each of you should learn to control. Look at what Mark 14, 36 says when it comes to the will of God. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what? Sometimes you don't even feel like doing it. Even Jesus himself. Y'all seeing this? Then he returned to the disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Here's my third point and I'm going to let you go. I will and then you will. That's what he said to Abraham. I will make you I will bless you I will do this I will do that and then you will in order for you to do let God do first come on somebody look God does in your life God's will in your life cause you to have an impact in transforming others when God's will is working in your life one of the many evidence is that your life becomes impactful for the kingdom note what I said there a lot of people are like you don't understand how great I am it's not for the when it's attached to kingdom then I can say God might be in that but when it's just making people great and making this at some point you got to ask God God why did you allow me to get a degree God why did you bless me with finances God why did you give me this talent God why did you put these things in my life God why did you give me a family God why am I here and when you attach those things To the will of God and your life begins to move in the direction where everything you do is for his glory. I'm in a church saying that everything we should do is for his glory. I get three claps. Let me try that again. The believer's life. Everything we do should be for the desire for the glory of God. So in a father, I want to be a great father for the glory of God. When I'm a husband, I want to be the best. You ain't even looking at me. I want to be the best husband for the glory of God. Not just to make you happy, but to make God happy. When I father you, amen. I want you to get money so I could get money. But really, it's for the good. <laughs> when I'm a pastor, I try to pastor for the glory of God. Not for the applause of men. I'm really preaching for an audience of one and as long as he says well done my good and faithful servant he reminds me remember how they treated Jeremiah they slapped them in front of the country and beat him remember what they did to Daniel remember what they did to my prophets remember how they treated Ezekiel remember what they did to Jesus don't ever preach for the applause of men when you preach the gospel know that you're doing it for the will of God everything I do God when I get money yes I want to live comfortable yes I believe in leaving inheritance but I want everything you give me to somehow give glory to your name let my money glorify you let my giftings glorify you when I get on a microphone I just can't say anything and say God is behind it the devil is a liar let the words of my mouth and the meditations y'all ain't saying nothing to me let the career I pick God, let me be glorifying to you. If you put me in a secular environment, let me not be altered by the environment, but help me to alter the environment. God says, I will, then you will. Let me do what I do in your life and watch what your life becomes. And Abraham left. And Abraham left with a wife who couldn't even have a baby, And the conversation is, "I'm going to make you a nation, holding a wife who can't have a --Oh, where the faith walkers at. I finish with this today. Faith is not you getting cars and houses. Faith is not you calling and claiming things into existence. Faith, hallelujah. I heard a story of Abraham Lincoln, don't know if it's true or not, but the point you'll get it. One day he called in some preachers to pray, and he begun to pray, and he prayed, and, and the preachers begun to pray, and they said, Lord, be on our side in this battle. Be on our side. And they said, old Abe Lincoln turned and said, fellas, shouldn't we really be praying? Lord, help us to be on your side. Faith is not getting God on your side. Faith is God getting you. And when God says, take the woman and leave, she can't have a baby, but I'll make you a nation. Stop trying to get him on your side to make it work out for you first. Leave. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God my last scripture I will then you will Genesis 15 20 the will of God is not judged by your outer circumstance and the beauty of God is that he says I work all things together for good Look at this verse. Joseph says it. You intended to harm me. But God intended it for good. That's not the end. I will, then you will. I will allow you to be beaten by your brothers. I will allow you to go into a pit. I will allow you to go to jail. God, why Why is life filled with all these turns that are so rough? How am I ever going to overcome? I will, and then you will. Joseph could have quit at any point. And technically, you could have looked and said, "Man, I, I, you know, nobody should quit on God, but I could see why he did. But he never quit. And his last stop was to the palace. look at the last part to accomplish what is now being done I will and then you will I will I will have my way in your life Joseph and then you gonna be the one that's gonna save all the grain up to feed all the nations I will have my way in your life Abraham and then Jesus will come and save all the nations. And if you allow God to have his way in your life, he will use your life to be a blessing. Don't let this world alter you. Every day you make choices, and those choices is either altering you whether you see it or not. It's keeping you pure every time you make a choice you either moving ahead or you taking steps back that is true for your health that is true for your finances that is true for your mental health that is true for your spirituality that is true for every area of your life do not become a person who blames everybody for the choices that you've made let us bow our heads and close our eyes today thank you Lord for your word your word is blessed thank you God that these are your people a man on earth that has not been tainted God I know I'll be the first to confess that I don't got it all together but I want your will to be done in my life more than anything else Father I gave my heart to you years ago Father and my desire to be used by you is still the same use my life use me God use me Father so that many lives can be changed Lord I might not even live to see the many lives I might see one but God use me come on somebody God I trust you I trust that the things that you asked me to do and I do them like Abraham did I when he asked him to leave he left the things you asked me to do God you know God sometimes I allow me to get in the way I start to take over the plans Help me to get out the way and just do what you asked me to do and then trust that you're going to do the rest. Come on, somebody. Come on in this room. Would you stand to your feet and just begin to talk to him? God, would you have your way in our lives? God, have your way in our marriages. Have your way in our families. Have your way in our churches. Come on, somebody. Have your way, God. Have your way in our careers. Have your way in our finances. Father, Lord, God, help us to trust you. Help us to, God, race after you, Father, with a passion, Father. Come on, somebody. Alter us to be more like you. God, not only alter us, Father, but cause us to go to the altar, the altar of sacrifice, to cut off anything and to kill any flesh that doesn't glorify you. Today, we ask that you would give us breakthrough. Remove suicide. Remove anxiety remove depression remove bad habits give us the courage give us the strength God it is our choices give us the wisdom give us God Lord Jesus the tenacity to fight and run this race oh God you've called us to great things you've called people in here to be great mothers you've called people in here to father God children that only they can father to mother children and aching and only mother. They might be asking themselves, why them? When God, you have chosen them specifically. There might be people believing you for miracles in this place and can't figure out your hands, can't figure out what you're doing, but God says, I am with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Trust me. Trust me. It might not feel good today. It might not look like it's in the right direction tomorrow, but it is not your feelings. It is my word. And he who begun a good work listen to me church is able to complete it he will do it in your life he will bring his mighty hands in your life he will do a work in your life he said i will never leave you i will never leave you nor forsake you god i'm sick in my body and i don't know what's going on i will never leave you My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect. When you are weak, I'll be your strength. Trust me. God, I don't know what I'm going through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For even there you said, you are with me. Break habits. Break habits. Break sexual sin. Break pornography break lust break all these things that are not of you god god in the name of jesus purify us purify us god purify us help us to get on your side help us to get on your side in jesus name thank you lord i thank you lord i thank you lord for your goodness i thank you lord for your greatness hallelujah Jesus hallelujah 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 Jesus you're worthy to be praised hallelujah 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 glory be to your name Oh God hallelujah hallelujah and I will call hallelujah let's sing today church say I will call hallelujah Meaning to me now. Yesterday, I took—I was out on my boat, and um, my wife told me not to go out. I read and I saw a rip tide is coming in. Like, I don't want to go out. And when you got out there and you feel the tide pulling and tugging your boat in every angle, you start to think, "Don't you listen to your wife?" And this song has so much profound meaning because it can be scary in the ocean. But we got a spirit that can lift us above every way. You want to know how my story ends? I'm here. Made it home. God is good. Amen. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, pray with me. If you're watching online or in the building, say, Father God, I ask you, to come into my heart and forgive me of every sin father from this moment i'm your child i put my trust in the fact that you died and arose again from the grave fill me with your spirit in jesus name amen give jesus a round of applause you may take your seats for a second if you said that prayer you said that prayer and you want to follow Jesus we want to give you a book we want to uh, uh, allow you to join one of our classes that will teach you um, what it means to follow Jesus and to disciple you if you're watching online go to our website churchcityusa.com send us an email let us know you've given your life over to Jesus and you want to follow him And we are going to put you into that class. Amen. Next week, we're going to have a water baptism service at 6 p.m. Church is regular. Uh, And don't forget, uh, 11 a.m. next Sunday. And then we're going to be back out Friday night on the street uh, ministering. Amen. If you've been blessed today, make some noise. Amen. Amen. I want to give a big shout out to minister, reverend, evangelist, my good friend who has a great name, Richard Dauphin, and his wonderful wife. Come on, give them. These are ministers of the gospel. Come on, show them love, y'all. Thank you for visiting. A seat could become permanent. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) These are people that I love. This is, amen, and consider them like my little brother. Amen. Hallelujah. And so please show them some love today. Make sure y'all greet them and let them feel the love and pressure them. Amen. Them. I'm joking. I'm, jo- I'm joking, I'm joking, guys. Amen. If you've been blessed today, we ask you to continue to uh, partner with us and to give into our ministry. Our VBS is coming up. That's from the 18th to the 22nd, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. every night. Volunteers, we have a meeting tonight, and I just want to make one change on the meeting. From 6 to 7 because when we plan six I forgot I got to preach in about an hour amen pray for me um, and so so we're gonna move it to 7 p.m. but tonight we're gonna be discussing the, the week just to let you know our VBS this year is very intentional it's called the amazing race and the reason it's called that is because we're going to be dealing with what the world is dealing with every day. The topic of differences in ethnicity and race. And we're going to be approaching that from a biblical perspective and a kid-friendly way that they can see what the Bible has to say about humanity. Because I believe it's important that as this, these culture wars are happening that we do that. So they're going to be learning from night one uh, how God created all man from Adam and Eve. And they're gonna be learning uh, from when the Tower of Babel when they wanted to build how God confused language and moved men and ethnicities in different areas and locations as people groups settled how we get people settled biblically according to the Bible then they're gonna learn about the fact that Jesus came to restore fallen men but we're one big family and nobody's better than the other because of their differences we should appreciate each other's ethnicity but there's one race the human race the amazing race that Jesus redeemed he He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. This is what we're going to be teaching your children. They're going to learn the wonderful message of salvation. And then on the last night, they're going to learn, hallelujah, how that race affects them to go out into the world and preach the gospel. Amen. So while they got kids in school saying a bunch of stuff, we want to empower our kids to say something different too. Amen. And so VBS is happening. Uh, uh, please remember in your giving to give something special to that. It helps us to offset the cost. It's free. The VBS is free, but it does cost. Amen. So we 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 buy food, snacks. We buy we're gonna build a whole set on the stage. We've got a play. We're gonna buy costumes, and your kids are gonna. It's better. Than, it's better than the best your know, streaming services that you watch. Amen. Stream Church City USA. Amen. But um, it's it's, it's gonna be good, and that's the 18th to the 22nd if you know a child who can benefit from that register them amen and uh make sure they come and um and uh there's something else i forgot please visit our merch table and all that stuff after before you leave um if you'd like to give these are the ways to give cash app church city usa church city at zell and um online if you'd like to give content conventionally just slip your hands in the air the ushers will come right now and they will assist you amen and i just want to thank everyone who's partnering with us we continue to look for a building amen somebody asked me the other day, said pastor you know w- w- what else can we do and i said you know Right now I'm believing the Lord to supply two million dollars because the building I want every day I pass it and I see it's still available. I said, Okay, God, you might be saying something. And um, but you know, in the meanwhile, we're not going to just sit around and not do the work of the Lord. We're investing. Every Friday we go out, we making sure that we these care packets, they cost. Amen. And we you see where your giving goes. We put together these give me the care packet. These care packets we put together and we go out to the community every Friday and we find people that can be blessed, and your giving goes to help us put together each one of these. I think costs us to Sherry a little bit under 15. And I know some of you are super shoppers, you come look for the item and you get it all for one dollar. Amen. <laughs> Tough crowd, amen. But um, we continue to pack those and they cost every package that we give out as a cost factor. We are also barbecuing and giving out food to the community that costs. So you're giving goals to helping the community, reaching the lost, and uh, just changing the world. Amen? And if you got $2 million, um, you know, help us out. Amen? We want to buy a building. <laughs> Amen? But um, uh, at this time, those who want to give conventionally, let's all stand. And the ushers are going to come around. They're going to receive your offering. And I'll pray over your offering as the ushers come at this time. Amen? To collect the offering. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you for everyone that is going to give into your kingdom today. I thank you Lord that you are a good God that is able to supply all of our needs according to your riches God I pray that you'd bless your people and as we leave this place but not your presence today God I pray that you would go before us and God watch over us and keep us safe in all that we do this week and help us not to be altered negatively but transformed by your gospel in Jesus name I pray Amen. The ushers are coming at this time. God bless you today. Amen. Turn and shake somebody's hand. Tell them how good it is to see them in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we will see you next week. Amen. Hallelujah.